Sit With Us acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to the land this podcast is recorded on. We also pay our respect to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Sit With Us, the podcast. I'm Ella and I'm Dom and this is your invite to sit with us and chat about all things relationships, reality TV, pop culture and everything in between. Coming up on this episode. And then I started calling it Yasmin Rice and he was like, okay, what the fuck? He's lived and then he married my mum that was a virgin when she got married. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? I'm sure she would love that I've just said that. Well, 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 welcome back to another episode of Sit With Us and it's officially October. It's officially October. It's actually October 3rd. It's October the 3rd. It's daylight savings. It's basically up from here for the rest of the year now because like summer, it's lighter later. Although in Sydney today it is sweltering heat and apparently you've just driven through a flood. So obviously global warming is fucked and, yeah, yeah, I mean, really, there's no hope for us at this point. It's a bit weird that it's raining, I will say. Like all weekend, mint weather, but it is 20 degrees. Like it didn't get cold throughout the night, weirdly. Like we woke up and my house was hot and then it started pissing down. I wonder if people in other countries say pissing down or is that just an Aussie thing? I've always wondered that. Pissing down. Like it's pissing down with rain. Yeah, it's pissing. I mean, that's just what I would say. I know. I always say that bucketing, too. But it's bucketing down. No, nah, that sounds shit. It's bucketing down. I feel like I haven't. I used to say that, I think. Oh, no. But anyway. It's pissing down with rain out there. And <laughs> daylight savings though, honestly, I feel like I have even guys like, have you said it enough times? Like I said, was telling everyone this weekend, I'm like, guys, daylight savings is happening on Sunday. It's just the best. It is the best, but the the mornings freak me out. Like it's yeah. not light enough. Like I'll, this morning I was like, whoa, I feel discombobulated a little bit. Yeah. But I think we'll get used to it. But I do love daylight savings. I, I do love, love that. You can you know, go out to the dog park and it's still light and you can come home, eat dinner and get yourself into bed and it just, it feels so much better. Yeah. You know, there's like I more hours summer. in a day. I feel yeah. like there's more, yeah, there's more time. Like when people clock off work, they can actually go out and socialise rather winter. You just want to come home and like be in the house. Yeah. Oh, winter is like, don't want to go out, don't want to do anything. Like, I mean, I don't really want to be social anyways. Yeah. So winter for me is just even more like antisocial. Yeah. And then... Summer comes and it's like, yay, I can be social, which means if one of my five friends that I speak to says, do you want to go for a wine or something? I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. Isn't it weird? Like I can totally feel that now. I've become so much more antisocial with age. Is that a thing? I think it's a thing because I I have become like, for me, the best night is a night in. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I went away on the weekend for the long weekend. It was grand final. Woo, go Pies. Go the and Panthers, <laughs> Panthers, Panthers, Panthers. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said it on the podcast before. I don't say it really anywhere, but I'm actually a Collingwood supporter. Oh, congrats, um, babe. Congrats yeah, so on the win. So Pies won, which, look, I, I mean, it doesn't really change much in my life, but my family was very happy about the win. 
And we were away uh, down in Mount Martha, which is like a beautiful part of Victoria. The beaches are just crystal blue. The beach, the sand's actually nice. Oh, and amazing. it was just so nice. But I was away with one of my best friends and she has a baby. And there was also two other couples there who also had babies. And these babies were all below oh. the age of two. Oh, wow. So a lot. So it was actually really exhausting. Like when Guy and I got home on Sunday, we were just saying to each other, like, we're wrecked, one, because we were entertaining the babies too. And, you know, we wanted the parents to have a bit of time. So we would, you know, entertain, play games. I don't even know, look out for them. And then you've got to watch out that they're not going to like hit their head on something or a glass was brought. Like there's so many things that you're doing when you're just watching a baby and we were genuinely exhausted. Like we were like thinking of them thinking, oh my gosh, like they're coming home now with the baby and yeah. we're just coming home to the cats. And, you know, that's not as exhausting, obviously, but I just, we definitely had a moment where we were like, yeah, look, we're definitely not ready for that. I think there's nothing more humbling than going away or spending, you know, a large chunk of time with your mates mm. that have kids. Like yeah. even the other weekend when I was at the um, my friend's baby shower yeah. and one of my friend's little girl was there and she's just – she's at that age now where she's just wriggly worm, like yeah. does not want to sit still, wants to touch everything, wants everything in her mouth and it's like fucking exhausting. Even like how do you have a conversation? Well, yeah. As like, adults. I mean, it's hard. It is hard. Shit. Like you're <laughs> – Especially for my friend who was actually hosting us, right? So we were all staying at her place and she's like cleaning, she's cooking, we're helping, but there's always so much more that you're doing if you're hosting because you know where to put things away. And then she's got, you know, her little baby who's running around and then the boys are watching the footy. So then the mums are trying to look out for the kids and get them fed and put them down for a nap and feed them a bottle. And then I'm just sitting there like, fuck, like I'm, yeah, I'm just, I'm not there yet. I'm just not there. I think it's it's harder for us to understand and for us, like because we don't have it. I think as soon yeah. as you have a child, all of your um, priorities shift. So yeah. like their priorities are the child. Like they don't yeah. have to – like obviously they have to prioritise themselves and if they have a pet, but yeah. their number one priority is that child. Yeah. And we, we can't, you know – can't relate. Can't relate, doll. Can't, can't relate. Can't relate. Uh, which is fine. We will relate one day. One but day. But for now, it's just, but, you know, um, for me, I'm at the stage now of my life where I get excited over buying a new fridge. That's what I yes. did this weekend, guys. I mm. ordered a new fridge. How good is ordering a new fridge and knowing it's going to come the next day? Like, Wait, that, where did you get it from? How did you know? How was it going to be the next day delivery? I bought it online, appliances online. Oh, that's so quick. It was so quick, so easy. They're going to take the old fridge. They're going to come un- – they're going to put it in, take the box oh. away like nothing ever happened. I'm like, this – I love consumerism. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I did need a new fridge because now that Jack's pretty much living with me, mm-hmm. there's not only like more food in the fridge because he eats meat. I am eating mm. meat but – Obviously, he eats a lot more meat than I do. Mm. Uh, there's beer in the fridge now. Like, there's uh. just so much more stuff. And I'm like, okay, this fr- I, I love a neat fridge and I can't have a neat fridge with the amount of shit that's piled in there. Yeah. So nothing excites me more than knowing I'm going to go home this afternoon and there's going to be a new fridge in there. And, ho- well, I'm going to have to restack it because I know Jack definitely will just do a man stack and yeah. just put everything in there. Yeah, there's no, like, organisation. It's nah. just, like, everything's everywhere. Whereas we would like to have, like, the chocolate in one area, the fruit and veg and exactly. the meat. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, all your condiments put up properly and where the you're going to need it. 
You know, yeah, I'm a totally. condiments girl. Hang on, do you keep your tomato sauce in the fridge or in the cupboard? In the fridge. Oh, thank God. Fuck. Yeah, the friendship would have had to end then. I don't understand <laughs> people that put it in the pantry. Dude, I don't understand it either. But when I went to New Zealand last year, I get there and I don't know what we were making. And I said to um, Jack's sister, I was like, oh, do you have tomato sauce? And she's like, yeah, it's in the cupboard. And I was like, <gasps> what? And she's like, yeah, babe, we live in New Zealand. It's fucking freezing. Like you don't need to keep oh. it in the fridge. And I was like. Okay, I understand that, that yeah. but still, like you've got heating in the house. Like the house isn't really like that cold. Cold, yeah. And I, I, I love fresh cold tomato sauce. Yeah, it's the you know that juxtaposition of when you've got your chippies or whatever you're having, and it's the cold sauce with the hot food. Mm, that's like putting let like I love a cold salad in like a rice and a hot chicken. Like yeah. I mix it up. Like I put is that my salad. a thing? Because I've been seeing that on TikTok as well. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Well. Like this, your, your iceberg lettuce. Yeah. And you mix it with your hot rice. That's what I love to do. It's kind of like a Mexican bowl, though. Like if you think of it like that, I put like my Greek salad in with my chicken and rice and mix it all up. Ah, oh, that sounds like a vibe. It's so yum. It's so. I mean, I don't know. I didn't know it was a TikTok trend. Yeah, um, look, everything's a TikTok trend at this point <laughs> in time. Uh, it's twenty twenty three, but it's really interesting. I, we should put like a little um, poll up on the Facebook group and be like, guys, where do you keep your tomato sauce? Because I do feel like it is still a big contention. Okay, and I've heard of people like discussing this before. Yeah, but one thing I don't keep in the fridge is I don't keep my Vegemite in the fridge. I know some people do, but you don't keep the Vegemite in the fridge, guys, because the Vegemite gets too hard. And then how do you spread the Vegemite? Speaking of Vegemite, I actually just bought the other day from Woolworths a – it's Vegemite, but it's cheesy mite. Yum. Is it good? Yeah. I haven't had that in years because usually I I just do my own cheese and Vegemite. Yeah. I mean, I love to have cheese on a piece of toast with Vegemite, but this just happened to come up on Woolworths and it was called Cheesy Mite, but it's the Vegemite brand. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, bought it, had a piece, had some of it the other day on my toast and you don't need the cheese. Wow. That's elite. I think yeah. I need to get that. So, well, so you know what I should do? Because you definitely need to keep that in the fridge, right? Because it's got you do. cheese. Yeah. I think to celebrate my new fridge, I need to get the Cheesy Mite. You should, babe. Yeah. You should yeah. just get a whole new restock of the Vegemite spreads and all the. I've also got the gluten free Vegemite. <laughs> does know, it, do, does don't it taste ask, any different? No, it doesn't taste any different. But I remember. Are you sure? It doesn't taste any different. I mean, I don't even really understand, like. I look mean, at me. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> there's no different in taste. It's just gluten free. Um, I can't remember. It's got, like, a green label on it. And mm. instead of like the yellow. Well, that's and good for all the gluten-free girlies, isn't it? Yeah. And I try not to have, like I don't really have a lot of gluten like in my diet from Monday to Friday at all. So I was like, ooh, might as well try the Vegemite gluten-free. Yeah. And that's where we're different because I have gluten with every meal. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> oh, I will just, I, I, bread is life for me, man. I know I've said it on here before, but like. I do love my bread. I love my carbs every day, but I have basmati rice, which is gluten-free. Oh, so you didn't know that. Yes, basmati rice is gluten-free. I find when I have brown rice or white rice, I get very bloated. But basmati rice, I don't get bloated. What about jasmine rice? Jasmine rice, I'm pretty sure that has gluten in it. I, you know, it was so funny last night. We cooked um, senchoi bao for dinner. Oh, yes, yeah. And so I ate meat again, which it was delicious. Like I I feel like when mince is like that and it's really well cooked, I can... Mm. 
eat it. Um, anyway, and we were making jasmine rice and apparently for jasmine rice to cook it on the in the pot, you need to do absorption method, right? And anyway, so I'll, I was taking the piss with Jack and I was like, oh, we've got to do exorption method. Like I was saying things wrong. I kept saying exorption and he was looking at me like, is she fucking serious? And then I started calling it Yasmin rice and he was like, okay, what the fuck? Like this... And, you know, it's just a little bit of banter that we like yeah. to do. I like to take the piss a bit. but You've got to throw in the banter at home with the boyfie sometimes. Oh, you've got to. And you've got to, like, you know, I think it grinds his gears sometimes when I use, like, a really bad grammar. Yeah, um, true. And I just love that. You've got to just, you know, that that's how kind of sexy talk nowadays, you know, when I just am using the wrong gr- grammatical uh, grammatical? Fuck, is that I even a word? I don't know. I don't I, know. I think it is. If if it isn't, well, I've just made one up. You've just added it to the vocab. Yeah, exactly. But What's been going on in your life, babe, this week? Other than fucking running 30 kilometres, she's a beast, bitch. Like, she is the queen of running, legit. It's hard to actually keep up with weeks these days. I feel like my weeks aren't really, like, I've kind of zoned out to the whole time like thing it's kind of just every day is kind of like the same at the moment I don't know time is just flying by so my god it's hard to keep up with where you're even at every day like it doesn't even feel like a Tuesday to me today it feels like a Monday I don't really know maybe it was because the long weekend and I went away but to sum up the past sort of couple of weeks um you guys would have seen on my Instagram I started getting this cosmetic acupuncture and I think I briefly touched on it Maybe in a previous episode, I can't remember if I've done it on Instagram or here. I'm kind of like getting a bit lost in both of them. But I've been getting this cosmetic acupuncture at Zong Center, which is down the street from my place. And a friend of mine put it on her story that she was getting it. And I was like, what is this? I just saw the word like skin tightening, anti-aging through um, like natural remedies or alternatives rather than Botox. And because I'm on Roaccutane... They say not to have Botox while you're on it. So I was like, okay, let's try it. Is that another thing you can't do on Rakutane? Botox. Because your skin is like compromised and it's thin, you just don't want to risk it. Like in case something happened. I have no emotion at the moment and it's fucking great. Well, like I'm going to be completely honest. I've only had three sessions, right, of this cosmetic acupuncture and you're meant to have six. It's once a week for six sessions. My skin is so tight. It looks amazing. Like it literally looks like you just had a bit of tox. Like it's – I had lunch with my friend the other week and I was like at lunch thinking, wow, my face feels really tight. Like when I was smiling and when I was being animated, I could like feel that it wasn't really moving. And then I was thinking, wait, surely this is not from acupuncture. Like I haven't really explored acupuncture that much before. I've got friends that swear by it, that it's actually cured their hay fever as well. Jeez. That's from, so as you guys would have seen on my Instagram, like my whole face was covered in the little needles and they also were in my feet, they're in my calves. Which is a bit confronting. It is a bit. Like if you've got needle phobia, I mean I had a few people ask, is it worth getting if you've got needle phobia? I don't have needle phobia so I can't really comment on that. If you've got a full phobia, I think that it probably wouldn't be. I mean does it hurt? No, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. Like swear on my life. It doesn't hurt at all. It's so superficial. Like it doesn't, it's not going like yeah, like Botox, for instance, or like those kind of needles. It's like such a fine little tiny needle and it's just pricked into a certain layer of the skin. And you don't 
Like you might feel her like on the fore mm, on the forehead. You, that's where I feel the Botox as yeah, well. Yeah, where you're a little bit more bony on the face, but like body parts don't feel a thing. And I don't know what other acupuncture centers do, but at Zong Center, once she's put all of the needles in, she places headphones over your ears and it's just like meditation music. Yeah, which would be good because you can zone out of yeah. like – because I think if you're in your own head then you're like, okay, I'm laying here and there's needles all over mm. me and I'm just laying here and then you mm. kind of feel like claustrophobic. I think yeah. that's a good thing that they give you the music. I, I'm really curious because we're going to get this lady on the podcast, right? Yes, we I'm are. I'm curious to see if you can get it done for like the back of your legs and your ass to tighten that area. Or Ooh. not? Or is it like just a face thing? I, I don't know if it's like, I mean, maybe, maybe for those body parts, but I don't, yeah, that's something we'll have to ask her because I know that, yeah, the face might be different. I don't know. It's so interesting because like all that can be done with these little needles, but also it's our own bodies doing it because it's yeah. releasing things, it's making. It's like hitting certain pressure points like example my certain parts of my toe are like triggers for your metabolism um or like your stress hormones and like so different pressure points in the body are like linked to different things in our body that's amazing yeah it's yeah our bodies are fucking insane man it's It's so interesting it's so mind-blowing but we are getting her on the podcast in a couple of weeks time and i'll put up a q a before she gets on so if you guys have any questions because there has been a lot of questions that I can't answer or I don't know the answer to on yeah. Instagram but she's coming on soon so you guys can ask away then and yeah stay tuned I've got three more sessions to go before we go on uh when this episode goes live next week um it will just be before the yes vote oh yes in in Australia and I just want to say I hope everyone is enrolled to vote and everyone's going to use their vote to vote yes and actually make a change for the Indigenous community. In my opinion, I think if we vote no or if you don't vote, which is obviously against the law, so vote, but if we don't vote, a no vote is doing what we've been doing for the last 200 plus years, which is nothing. And I think now is the time to not do nothing. So, yeah, guys, like we're all on our phones. We've all got social media and the internet. So just do a bit of your own research and make up your own mind. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to say make sure you're voting this weekend. And, yeah, the referendum is really important. And so I wanted to say that before we get into our topic. (laughs) When I heard, I mean, I didn't really know much about the campaign myself and I I had a, did a little bit of research and read into it. I didn't know that there wasn't someone who wasn't speaking for them. And that blew my mind. Well, that's the thing. I think people just assume that First Nations Australians, they're included in, in everything, which in, in an ideal world, yeah, they are. But the yeah. thing is, there is still such a big divide. And yeah. the yes vote is actually working to close that divide yeah. in Australia. And it's really sad because there has been so many injustices towards First Nations people. Mm. And this is the time now that we're going to make that actual change. Mm. Because there has been too much time gone that people are just like, oh, well, they're part of Australia, Mm. you know, just automatically. But that's not how it works. Yeah. First Nations people, there are 
communities that live not how you know you and I live you know that yeah. still live off the land mm-hmm. and and want to live traditional lifestyles so yeah. we need to have someone in parliament to help make those decisions for those people mm. and you know those people the first nations people are the rightful owners of this land and i think you know it's been too long now that we haven't you know acknowledge that and it just goes back to like even this weekend watching the the grand final at the mm. football right watching it having you know an acknowledgement to country before the national anthem mm. 20 years ago we didn't have that and i remember growing up and it was never that like you know being at school assemblies and it was just like you sing the national anthem you sit down and yeah. shut up and it's there was nothing about okay we're on Gadigal land or we're on yeah. wherever you are in australia and it was like I'm so glad we get to see that yeah. and it just made me – that's why I just wanted to come on here and I know some people might have differing opinions and that's totally fine. That's what makes a democracy and that's why mm. we're so lucky to live in a country like Australia where we have a democracy. So just when you have that amazing privilege to vote because, you know, women only got the vote. I don't know how – I don't know the exact number but there are still countries where women can't even vote, okay, and – it's wild. Like, you, you know, women in Arab nations can't even, yeah. like, yeah. you know, wear certain th- – It's we live in a crazy world, guys, so just uh, being appreciative of being in Australia and mm. having a right to vote and having your say. Like, mm. it's actually going – you shouldn't think of, you know, these days where we have to go and vote as a, oh, it's a pain in the ass. I've got to go down. I've got to find a car park and do all this. But mm. it, we're so lucky that we even get the the privilege of voting. It's crazy to even think that there are countries out there that still have that in place for women. Like it's so – well, we've obviously just grown up in Australia of always mm. having that option, like having the option to actually have a say. Yeah, and like it's think, just been yeah. – we're allowed because we're just – we're born in Australia and we're lucky. Yeah. It's crazy to think that in other countries women still don't have that and may never have that. And that's what you need to keep in the back of your mind. Yeah, it's amazing that we have that. When you go and vote on the weekend, how lucky we are that we even have the privilege of voting, but also that we can actually make a change. And your vote does matter. Mm. That was a bit of a deep and meaningful. But mm. on to today's topic, which is important, right? This has started coming up in your relationship, babe, about meeting the parents. <laughs> Guy and I have been together for, we're just counting it from New Year's Eve because that's where I kissed him at Beyond the Valley and that's where everything sort of just happened and we haven't been interested in anyone else since. So we're nine months, wait, no, we're 10 months in now. Wow. 10 months, who's counting? Um, And my mum asked me the other week, she was like, so when are we going to meet Guy's parents? And I kind of just thought... Uh, yeah, shit, like that's a thing, right? Like, yeah. It's a thing. Like not only is it introducing, you know, your partner to your own parents, but when do you get, you know, both of the parents to meet together? And when do you start not allowing them to have an interaction, but I guess spurring on that Mm. because it's all well and good. You've, you know, you've introduced your partner to your parents, to your friends, to your you know whatever your family but when is it the right time 
is it when your parents start asking or I don't know, it's a hard one. Yeah, I mean, I've only had my parents meet another ex-partner's parent when I was like 17. So my first relationship. And I think we were dating for like a year. And that's when sleepovers started happening and like my parents would speak to his parents being like, okay, so Ella's coming over to say no. Like <laughs> all that kind of stuff when, yeah. you know, we were super young and like I lost my virginity to him. So it was like, it, I guess it was more important to like have your parents chat back then. Exactly. So now obviously like it's so different. Um, you know, I don't live at home, so it's not like he would ever have to see my parents mm. unless I would, you know, make the effort. And I mean... Lucky for me, Guy was quite proactive in his own way when I did my first 10-kilometre run for the breast cancer for the Carmen's Fun Run. Guy wanted to be there to support me when I finished my first 10K and my parents were there. So that's when he actually met my parents and it was like super organic and like I, I was just like, whoa, this is like just finished – just got to the finish line. My parents are here and the guy I'm dating is here. Okay. And it was on neutral territory. Yeah. And that was one of the tips that we've got down here is, you know, have it somewhere that it's like on neutral territory, whether it be a cafe or in Ella's case on a fun run, <laughs> but somewhere where it's not like you don't feel like you're stuck. Because I think like if you. This if, pressure. Yeah. If you say, oh, we're going over to my parents' house for dinner, like oh. for the first time to meet them, no. it can be a bit of pressure because it's like, okay, you're in their environment. Mm -hmm. you, you've never met them before. You don't know what kind of environment you're stepping into. Yeah. Um, it, so it can be a little bit uh, confronting. Another little tip that I had down was that brief your partner on family dynamics. Mm. I think this is really important. And this is also important when you're going to be introducing your parents to your partner's parents as well, mm. you know, because yeah. they could be separated or they could have different partners or whatever mm. it may be. You want to kind of give them a brief kind of history or little mm. overview of, of what the vibe is, yeah. but always keep it positive because you don't yeah. want to, whether you're introducing your new partner to your parents and your family or mm. both those parents together, you want to make sure that – whoever you're introducing them to, they want to be able to make up their own mind. They want, they don't want to go in there with preconceived notions of who these people are. Mm. Um, I, I think also that think like naturally though, like naturally as Guy and I have been dating, like I've just been telling him my family story. Exactly. And, like, and it takes time, right? Because yeah. you slowly open up about, you know, your past and your history and what's happened in your family and those mm. kind of dynamics. So it doesn't all come out all at once. And I yeah. think meeting at a dinner table at your parents' house can be a bit confronting for a partner straight away oh, when God. it's like, holy shit, I've never met these people. I remember when I was going to meet Guy's parents recently, maybe like a couple of months ago for the first time properly. Like I'd met them about four years ago, but I was in the car and it was just like a wave out the window kind of thing. It was yeah. Not even a proper meet. So recently I went to his parents' house and had dinner with them and it, it was at the house. Yeah. Um, and his parents are super chill. So like the environment was just really relaxed and, you know, he, he'd already told me that like my parents are really relaxed. They're not like most parents. So straight away I was already going and being like, this is going to be so chill and this is so fine. And I know his brother as well from years ago. So I feel like my this situation of like me meeting his parents and him meeting mine because we've known each other for already quite some time it's not as intense as it would usually be yeah 
But in saying that, I am a bit nervous about my parents meeting his parents. That's the nerve-wracking thing, man. Yeah. Like, because I also feel like Guy and I are also quite different to our parents. Mm. Like big, also yes. his parents are like Italian-English, whereas my mom, it's like Aussie and like pretty, I don't know, like just a bit, they're, they're very different. His parents are my parents. And then you kind of overthink like, oh my God, what are they going to talk about? Like, are they going to like have things to talk about? But then I spoke to my mom about it and she's like, Ella, we've been on this earth longer than you, babe. Like we know how (laughs) to have conversations. And I'm like, okay, like freaking out more than what I need to be probably overthinking the situation and coming up with all these ideas in my head when like our parents at the end of the day have been around for longer than us. They've had way more awkward encounters than probably we have and surely right like that's my thought I'm like surely they would like just you know get when when we started talking about this topic for the podcast I couldn't help but think back to when it was the meet the parents in maths Mm. and Jack's parents came to the farm and you know there was the juxtaposition of Jack's mum wearing Gucci shoes and then they go down to my dad wearing Crocs and I'm just like that to me just embodies how you're so different to your parents, yeah. right? And then these two people, you know, they're all meeting together and it's like, oh, my God, like what are they going to think? Are they going to think differently of me because they look at my yeah. parents? And there's so many things that go through your mind. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's your relationship. And, exactly. you know, your parents and how how your parents and his parents get on isn't going to, no. you know, be a make or break. I, I, I mean, in some situations it can be if it's very it, – yeah. It can be. Um, It definitely could be. I think if like I went to Guy's family dinner and like everyone was like screaming and yelling at each other or like, I don't know, if it was a really negative like kind of unsettling environment, that would probably have some kind of effect. Or if the mother-in-law was like very overbearing and was like very into your life and and like – and then maybe you look at your partner differently because you're like, oh, my God, is he a mama's boy? Yeah, I, that, that, I know that's happened to me. That yeah. happened to me with my ex, where like the relationship between him and his mum was a bit like too full on. Like the mum was so like full in like to everything and like had to really? know everything and mm. was like mama's boy energy. And mm. that was a bit of a turn off. I'm not gonna lie, you yeah. know. And, but then you think, oh, you move out and you, you, you know, you, you're living together, so you're not. The the parents don't have as much of like a, I guess. Not a say, but, you know, they're not around as much. So you, yeah. you live your own life. But then they come over and it's like, holy shit, mm. you know, this is still a thing. Guy and I had this discussion. So I asked him, I was like, so, babe, my mum has asked, when is she meeting your parents? And he was like, oh, like, whenever. And then <laughs> they're so like, blase about it. Oh, yeah, like, we'll make whenever. it happen. Yeah, and what? I'm like, like, okay, well, like, I just don't think it's a whenever kind of thing. Like, I think we need to maybe, like, plan this, you know. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, as a, then, you know, as a woman, we're like, yeah. okay, we need to plan it. We need to make it a thing because people need to know, babe, when, yeah, yeah of course. exactly right. And, like, when's the right time? And, yeah. you know, obviously we're pretty serious and, like, we yeah. talk about the future. So my mum's like, you know, I love his it's very serious. Like, we'd love to meet his parents. So we've decided it's going to happen next year for Guy's birthday because his birthday is February. Oh, nice. Yours. Perfect. 
relaxed environment. Yeah. He's planning on doing something. Don't know what it is, but that's what we've decided. Like That's nice. Yeah. I th- and a birthday, you know, it's nice. It might, are you going to have it like out somewhere or you have it at the house or? Yeah. Like it'll, I don't know what he wants to do, but he'll probably do something like out. Maybe yeah. in like a park. I know he usually does like picnic party kind of vibes. So I think that's a really good plan. We'll be together. Uh, it'll be more than a year by then. Yeah. And, and it'll be relaxed environment. Yeah. So that's when that's going to happen. But it is quite daunting. Like, you know, never did I imagine that I would be in this situation now where I'm in this amazing relationship and my parents are going to be meeting his parents. Like, I remember how serious it was when my parents met my first relationship's parents because we were so young. But now it's like serious in a different way because it's like they're both going to be around in our lives for the rest of their lives. Yeah. And like, you know, when or if we do have kids one day or whatever the future holds for us, like our parents are going to have to be around each other, you know, often. Well, it's a pretty important the step as well hey it's like mm. a okay this is actually happening yeah like this a- and is, it's nice yeah. it's it's actually it, it's also cute to see you know both of your parents together and, and then you just watch on from afar and just go oh god is it You're awkward like, oh, conversation shit. like what are they talking happening. about like yeah. oh my god um this but then you worry you also i also worry like are they gonna get along what if there's like oh, things that they don't like about each other 100 percent Oh, there's so much. And, and you know what the thing is? Guy's probably not think he would never think no. of that at all. He'd just no. be like, oh, they're meeting. Ha <laughs> ha. That's men. Yeah. This is- like, there's there's nothing really more to it. It's just like, sweet, done. Like, they're yeah, they're just cool. chief. Okay, great. They're meeting. And so, then whereas I'd probably be like, mum, so like, what did you think? Like, do you like d- them? Or like yeah. try to like, you know. Get the like, vibe. Get the vibe of it all. But it's like really at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter if they yeah. don't get along, which I'm sure they will. But even in any other relationships, I feel like whatever. If they don't get along, like Dom said earlier, it's your relationship, you know. Yeah. It, it's it's really what you and your other person mean to each other. Like it's Totally, because we're yeah. always so worried about like, you know, people judging us yeah. or judging our families and all of that kind of stuff. And I know that that can – be quite disheartening, but mm. at the end of the day, you just need to know that a relationship is between you and your partner, and mm. everything that happens, you know, it, it, it is between you. And I know families in in some people's lives are a big deal, and some yeah. of them aren't. Mm. Um, so you, you just need to talk it out with your partner at the end of the day as well, too. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you have to have that conversation and and say, you know, because especially when children become involved and if mm-hmm. you know, your parents are going to be involved in that mm-hmm. too, that's a whole different conversation. But for me oh. and Jack, Jack's parents live over in New Zealand. So I think that the way that we're going to do it this year is when I'm over there for Christmas this year um, because I am travelling with my brother. So it actually me and my brother are going to be away for Christmas this year. So it's just right. going to be my parents right. at home because my other brother's moved to London. Yes. Me and Mark will be in New Zealand uh, at Christmas so I think what we'll do is we'll have a nice FaceTime session and oh, everyone can meet each other and it'll be really nice so I think that's, that's nice. gonna be the break the ice moment yeah, and then that is a very much break the ice moment FaceTime yeah a quick little like few minutes yeah Merry Christmas exactly and- hopefully dad will be wearing pants uh, <laughs> and like you know he's not gonna be too embarrassing but um no, you know I love it- your dad he's the best oh he's just honestly he's Guy really likes him as well. So. Oh my god, he he is an enigma in himself. But He's, any parent would love your father. Like, 
I, and Guy's pretty weird. Like Guy's pretty out there. <laughs> he's, he's a bit of a weird unit and um, we all love a bit of weird. But Guy loved your dad. Like Aww. he just said he was awesome and like the conversations that they had were fucking hilarious. The conversations like, are just like you, you don't know where it's going to turn with and you're Johnny like, Clark. Where did this even come from? How did we even get here? Like I just love. He I keeps love asking when's he get to be on the podcast and I go – Fuck, I don't know if the world's ready for that, to be honest. Like, we could just sit him down, honestly, with a mic and he would just, like, talk about... He would bring up the most interesting random topics well, for us he to would be about. really interesting. And the reason that I'd love to get my dad on the podcast one day is because my dad's had quite a unique mm. upbringing and, I guess, like, teenagehood. Mm. Um, he kind of went through a lot with his mates and he... This is just a trigger warning. One of his best mates committed suicide. And I've talked to my dad about this a lot because obviously he comes from a generation where you don't – they didn't talk about, you know, depression and being depressed Mm. and, you know, they didn't talk about their feelings. Mm. So – and I actually said this to my dad once. I said, did anyone ever ask him, is he okay? Yeah. And he said no. Like that wasn't a thing that they talked about. You know, they just smoked weed and got on with it. So – he has a lot of interesting stories. And he would. He would have so many interesting stories. Yeah, he's he's from like the 80s when, you know, they would smoke weed and... He's lived. He's definitely Oh, lived he's definitely yeah. lived. Like he's lived and then he married my mum that was a virgin when she got married. I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck did that happen? <laughs> I'm sure she will love that I've just said that on... But that's oh. true. But isn't that interesting though? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course And I think is. that's... Uh, and my mum should be... It, she should be proud of that. Like, 100%. Fuck, who cares if you know what I mean? Like, and it's also, so you, rare. It's, it's so, so rare. rare to meet a woman or anyone who has only had sex with one person who they have been married to for 30 plus years. Yeah. Like, it's very rare to meet that. Like, I don't know. Oh, I lie. I know one person. We aren't friends anymore and I have spoken about her on the podcast before. She's religious, the Seventh-day Adventist. So oh, yes. that's the only person that I know of who has been with one person and they're still together. Like it's very rare. It's very rare and I think, yeah. you know, sometimes we're like, oh, my God, how could she? But I think it's something that is very case by case as well. You know, some mm. people, oh, yeah, they they might not last and they might break mm. up but – you know, in, in my parents' case, they've been together 35 years and apparently nice. it's all well and good in that. No, I don't, yuck, whatever. No. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Let's not go to those. But like sometimes mum will say something. I'm like, I actually don't want to know about yeah. your sex life. Like, great. Like, I thought old people don't have sex, but apparently that's not true. Mm. Yeah, look, I can't comment there. My mum does not speak to me <laughs> or ever has. And see, about... this is the, where the, pa- see the parents, see the yeah. difference. Yeah, no, we don't really speak. We don't speak about that stuff at all. Well, she does not tell me anything like that. I talk about it, but they they. And your mum just sits there drinking her Chardonnay and is like, I can't, I don't know. We don't talk about this. We don't talk about it. It doesn't happen here in Brighton. (laughs) 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 But probably the people over in Brighton are like fucking wild, wild. And I don't even want to think behind closed doors. Who knows? Who knows? But just quickly as well, I mean, we sort of we have wrapped up that topic about meeting the parents, and we'll keep you posted on how Dom's meet cute yeah. goes over Facetime. It's going to be really interesting, guys. Yeah. I can't wait. I mean, to mine's update still your... mine's still a while away, so we'll, we'll get there. But when we do, we'll let you know how that shit goes. 
But speaking of weed, on the weekend, Guy and I were going for a little afternoon stroll. We walked from mine down Chapel Street. It was a beautiful afternoon. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was really nice. He likes to listen to records. He's got his record player in my house, so he wanted to go buy some records. So we walked to this record store down Gravel Street. And he got, I think, Red Hot Chili Peppers and someone else who I don't, I don't know who. On our stroll down, we passed uh, this store. I don't know if it's new. It's on Chapel Street. And we went inside and it was basically like it had all things marijuana and like I think it was hemp, yeah, and like CBD. And it had heaps of different stuff in there that was like balloons that you could buy that had the funniest things on them like wow like these balloons that you blow up and it said like there was heaps but it was like taking the piss basically saying like fuck you're an old cunt like it said that (laughs) on a balloon or like anyway it was a really random store but we ended up going in there and checking it out and as you guys know I haven't been having the best sleep um I think it's been for like maybe two months maybe longer where I've been waking up Every single night. Yeah, the disrupted uh, sleep. Yeah, like three times a night, four times a night. To wee, which is normal, but this time, like just waking up thinking it's the morning and it's like 1am, 2am, 3am. Anyway, and interesting actually, I was away on the weekend uh, with my friend and one of the girls that were there is a, she's actually specialises in naturopath and also fertility. Mm-hmm. And I ended up in this massive DNA with her about so many things you guys like my mind is honestly blown um but one of the things was about dreams and I was saying how I dream a lot and it's very vivid and I remember everything and she was like having very vivid dreams that you can actually remember the next day is a sign of good health and I was like oh wow well I'll take that that's great. I'll take that and run with it because I'm dreaming a lot at the moment. Um, I dream a lot, but I wake up and I can't remember it. Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes I don't remember. It's and Sometimes I do. But came across this store. They had their CBD gummies. Oh. And I, yeah, it was like just on the like front where you go to pay on the checkout. It was just sitting there. And I was like, oh, so we bought, um, it was a pack of five and you know, I, I know a lot of people who use weed, whether it's CBD or mm. has the THC. I know a lot of people that use it for their anxiety yeah. and for stress and for sleep and for all that kind of stuff. So I brought it up with my doctor when I'm going and reducing my dosage yeah. because my sleep is disrupted, everything. And and this is just an update as well for you guys because I know a lot mm. of people are interested. I'm currently at 125 milligrams mm-hmm. and I need to do that other 25 milligrams, but I'm actually too fucking scared and I'll just mm. be completely honest. No, like we're in October now. We've mm. got so much and I'm travelling a, a bit now the next you know month in particular this month mm. and I was just talking to mum about it and I just said, mum, I'm I'm too scared to to lower the dosage now again because I know it's going to disrupt my life. Like I can't I can't physically be sick and have to show up. Like I've got to still work. I've got to travel. Like I've got to get to Melbourne. I've got stuff I need to do. I've got to show up for people. I've got jobs booked. And this is fucked because the side effects mm. are debilitating to the point where I can't fucking do anything. You need to get some of these gummies. So we both had a gummy on the other night and honestly it felt like it was the first time I'd slept well it was the first time I'd actually slept in months I woke up the next day and straight away turned to Guy and was like babe 
oh my gosh, I've slept. Wow. With no dreams because when I dream, I feel like I'm awake all night and like yeah. my brain's obviously very active in these dreams. That's the thing about dreaming. It's like you, you still feel sleeping. like you're – because for me, proper like deep sleep, which I actually had a proper deep sleep last night too. And you feel, and you wake up and you're just like, fuck, that was a good sleep. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I've and had And you that. don't dream, yeah. you, don't you don't move, dream. you don't yeah. like nothing. Because I feel like the dreaming is, it means that you're not real. I don't know. It, for me, because my dreams have been so active. Like, yeah. I'm, I remember where I've been, what's happened and like, you know, it's kept me up or it's woken me up and I've like been sitting there thinking, why did I dream that? Why? Mm. Where'd that come from? Because there's all those theories that dreams mean something. I know. And then you're sitting there thinking, oh my God, what does this mean if I dreamt about this? Oh, yeah. It happens all the time. And then and then it actually adds to my anxiety because I think that dream meant something. So well, it what can. It, it definitely oh can if they feel very real. Like I remember in the past, I've had dreams of my partner cheating on me. Like, Years ago, I had dreams in high school that my partner cheated on me, which he did, but it hadn't happened oh, yet. <laughs> and Well, bitch, you can fucking see the future. <laughs> but it freaked me out and I treated yeah, him as if it was real. Like I fully treated him like it had happened. And it's just a testament to show like how busy and how hectic our lives are. Mm that it's so hard to actually switch off these days. Yeah. From whether it be our phone or, you know, social, like whatever it is, there's so many factors on the outside that are actually affecting mm-hmm. us physically. Yeah. It just makes me think of the next gen, the mm. next generation. Oh, God. And technology. Oh, fucking and good luck. That's all I can say. All the stuff that we're, we're going through now in our world. Ella sends me, sends me an Instagram yesterday about there's a meteorite Sorry, that's going to hit the earth. Uh, in 145 years or something. I go, well, I, bitch, I better be dead because I don't want to be dealing with that. And there's apparently like another galaxy that NASA have discovered and it's like 75 or something light years away, but it's 80% water anyway. Um, I've read some wild shit. It's eighty percent water. Wow. So could yeah, but to get even get the water from there, oh my god, geez, it's wow. honestly so weird. And I've just started watching Star Wars. Oh, now she's really getting into it. I'd never watched Star Wars before, uh, ever. And but you haven't watched Game of Thrones either. No. So that's a. I feel like you should get into that universe because I yeah. love that too. So I watched, I watched Star Wars. We watched the two thousand and five one because anything a bit before that, I think, is a bit too old. So that's really interesting. Yeah. And um, we also watched all of the Men in Black, which is like aliens. Love that. Dude, do you know what's so weird? Michael Jackson is in it. And he is... An alien? He's asking to go to the alien earth. And they refer to some celebrities in the movie as aliens. Well, I mean... (laughs) Let's and be- I love the alien thread that I started and everybody's fucking in on it, man. Like so yep. many of you have commented saying that you've seen some weird, weird freaky shit and there is some weird, real freaky shit out there. Amen, but sister. Watching Men in Black, I had also not seen. I was like, wait, what? But also this if you're is- watching this weird shit before, but do you ever find that if you watch something that's really interesting or like you're like so into it, when you're trying to go to sleep afterwards, you can't sleep because you're like thinking yeah. about it? Well, yeah, that's definitely been happening since watching Men in Black and like Will Smith's, I don't know. They're, they're, I'm just, I'm very uh, uh, aliens and like celebrities. They're all aliens from outer space yeah. and they're all here to fuck us up. 
And then I saw this video. Oh, my God. This morning I saw this video of Jim Carrey. He was getting interviewed. Oh, my God. I love him. I love him so much. He was getting interviewed on a recent uh, red carpet. And what he says in it is like, uh, I, I wonder if I can play it. Hang on. Play it. I want to hear this. Okay. I run in to Jim Carrey. Wait, tell me. Is it true you're wandering the streets? You need a date to the party? What's up? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm doing just fine. Uh, I just, uh, you know, there's no meaning to any of this. So I, uh, I wanted to find the most meaningless thing that I could f- come to and join. And, uh, and, uh, and here I am. There's some I mean, you right- got to admit it's completely meaningless. <laughs> they say they're celebrating icons inside. Celebrating icons. icons. Boy, that is just the absolute lowest aiming, you know, possibility that we could come up with. It's like icons. What do you do? You believe in icons? I don't believe in personalities. I don't believe that you exist. But there is a, a wonderful fragrance in the air. I don't believe in personalities. I believe that peace lies beyond personality, beyond invention and disguise. Beyond the red S that you wear on your chest that makes bullets bounce off. I believe that it's deeper. Uh, I believe we're a field of energy dancing for itself. Wow. Is he taking the piss? No. And he goes on and he's like, we're all just, we're all just a part of matter here. We're and not the, actually here. Well, I mean, And preach. I was like... And, and the journalist is just like the, the um, look on her face. What are you wearing? Like, are you, who are you dressed by? She's yeah, asking like, like all the, the dumb <laughs> questions. Anyway, guys, did you like where yeah. our brains went as well? And this is what happens when we've had a good sleep. We can just talk yeah. for hours about yeah. random shit, but always coming back to aliens. I think always uh, comes back to aliens. You know, so if an alien wants to come and sit with us, <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't know. Is that manifesting or is that like? Ooh. Is it like you know with ghosts when you like ask the spirit world? Mm. It's a bit etchy. Is it the same with aliens? Like if Could I'm be. if I'm putting it out to the universe now, I want an alien to come and probe me. Probe you? Look, I'm open to it. Uh, Wait, that's what they actually in in um. That's what they do, babe. They come and stick something up your ass. They probe you and yeah. they c- try and get you information because they don't have a okay. rectum. Here we go. Now she's taking it they to don't the next have, level. They don't have rectums. In Men in Black, it said that. So. We've just cracked the code, everyone, from last week's episode. Uh, aliens can't shit. So they're not coming to Earth to get out uh, figs. And you know what's so interesting as well is the fact that I said that. I'm like, do aliens even shit? Do they need toilet time? And then coincidentally, my boyfriend and my brother were like, let's watch Men in Black. And it says on Men in Black they do not have rectums. Well, if it was on Men in Black, it's got to be right. It's got to be right, right? Like, it's got to be. Like, aliens don't have rectums. If it's Will Smith first. said it, it's got to be fucking right, okay? <laughs> oh, anyway, guys, that's that's us for the day. <laughs> that's me wrapped. <laughs> that's me wrapped too. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Come and join us in the Facebook group. Um, I re- I'm really curious, actually, still, if you yes. guys keep your ketchup in the fridge yes. or in the pantry. So we're going to put that poll up next week. Um, have an incredible day, week, night, wherever you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.